0: Welcome to Get Jashed, a conversation series where guests share their stories and how they learn, deal with, practice, screw up, and rise in leadership and communication. I'm your host, Jess Jash, founder and head creator at Jay Lee, where I help impact positive change in high-performance teams. I believe there is more than one way to do leadership and communication, so here we are. If you want to know more about how you or your team can work with me, head to j That's dot leecomau In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Get Jashed. Uh, For those of you who may be new to the podcast, largely, by and large, I I talk about leadership and communication in all, all its different forms and also how that has an impact on our well-being. Uh, whether that well-being is stress or whether that well-being is our relationship well-being. These are really the topics that I find that it is so important to have more conversations about and within because in my experience and not across my experience, I want to be clear in that. When I'm sharing about my experience, I'm not saying that There is nobody that I know who is doing this. There are actually so many people that I know who are doing things differently, who are doing leadership differently. But I also, or and, I also have a lot of experiences where I have witnessed leadership perhaps not being as healthy (laughs) or helpful as it could. And that is why I have these conversations. A, to encourage people who resonate with any of this to continue, or that there is a space, or that they can, or that you know, it's a permission, it's a, you know what, there are people, like, you know, there are other people doing this too, so, you know, just so you know, you're not alone, keep going, but it is also with the idea of that encouragement creating the shift, that encouragement helping people, because I don't necessarily expect people who don't already do this to be listening, right? So it's kind of preaching to your own choir, podcasts. Uh, and it's an interesting view on it in that way. But here's the thing. <laughs> I've spoken about this before when I've spoken about systems theory, where it's like one one thing in a system has to change and the rest of the, the things in that system sorry, one thing in the system changes and the rest of the things in that system have to change in some way in response. But the intention is that if this resonates or if this is something that gives you a little bit more language around something you want to do on purpose or if it sparks an idea or an inspiration in you and then you take that into your world, into your interactions with people, then it is one more thing that we are doing. It is one more thing out there in the world with the intention of healthier leadership, of more emotional intelligence in how we conduct ourselves professionally, personally, in our relationships. Again, professionally, personally, And in our workplaces, in the leaders, because I know with leadership, there is often the feeling of, well, we're never going to change the system. So why bother? We see this across the board. We see it politically. We see it in uh, in certain government organizations. We see it in our own workplaces. We see it in private organizations. We see it in commercial. We see it everywhere, and it is it it truly is so easy to be caught in the space of what is the point, because nothing will change. Because who am I to change and blah, 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 and all of that. And, you know, I know that feeling. I'm so aware of that feeling and sometimes it feels defeating. So there is the element of absolutely take care of you and resource yourself because we don't want to be draining ourselves in our attempt to change things. But here's the trick. Truly. We are not trying to change the whole system. Like if we look at it from an external point of view, if we look at it from that point of view of, well, let's, let's change what's outside of us, then it is not going to feel good then it is never going to feel like something that is accessible to us. But this is what I mean by this is the trick. If we try to change the external, it is never going to happen. However, If we allow ourselves to maybe shift internally or shift how we do things for ourselves, in a way, and it sounds like an oxymoron, in a way, entirely forgetting, entirely forgetting. The external circumstances, in a way, just enough in order to remove our attention from them. Just enough, not to ignore them, not to become complacent, but just enough so that we can come back into our own awareness and decide within ourselves how do I want to lead? How do I want to show up in this conversation? Even though I may, how do do I need to regulate myself so I can show up in the way that it more aligns with my values versus aligning with the hurt wound versus aligning with the wounded place, which then becomes a reaction, which then contributes to the opposite of what we want. This is the important thing. So this is why I say it's not ignoring the external circumstances. It's knowing that we change external circumstances more when we come inward and practice regulating ourselves. When we come inward and practice being with the awareness of what our own activations are and what that might mean and... How do we still show up? That's the key, right? How do we still show up in a way that aligns with our values, it aligns with our standards, it aligns with our integrity, even if and when and if, again, the other person isn't or the system isn't. And I know that that statement does not solve a lot of problems in the world and a lot of legislation that is changing in the world. But I'm talking (laughs) about starting on the inside on more of the immediate levels. I'm not speaking to those bigger issues right now In, in this example, mainly because God. That requires more than just me in the conversation and that requires a lot more time. (laughs) So if you're listening to this and and thinking that I'm bypassing that, what I'm talking about is on the everyday level that you experience as far as your workplace, as far as your people, as far as the people around you, as far as all of the things that you deal with on a day-to-day Because sometimes regulation also means giving ourselves the powerful platform on which to stand against injustice. I actually dare say most of the time, regulation is what gives us that ability to speak with our voices, to express what we need. To stand against the injustices that we need to stand against. This is why we have the conversations. To inspire, yes. To give permission, absolutely. And to talk about it more in ways so that the regulation, of ourselves, of our nervous system, of our stress responses, of our emotional responses, is more at the forefront, is more enabled, is more empowered, because we see people who stand for really important things who are really not regulated, and there are several things that happens. This is not an exhaustive list because it's off the top of my head here. But there are several things that happen when we see the people who are dysregulated standing against injustice. And I'm not saying regulation is uh, the, the, I'm not saying if you're dysregulated, then you're not to be taken seriously. But what I am saying is that there are dangers on a personal level for that. You burn yourself out. You put yourself in physical danger because of your mental or emotional health. you don't live a life that feels like a quality of life and you also risk you also risk doing more harm to the cause to the very valid and worthy cause doing more harm to the cause than you intend and then is useful when there is this constant dysregulated state again i'm being very careful with how we talk about this because as we lead as we lead ourselves as we look at our leaders and as we look at the decisions that are being made of leaders that might not be in our immediate power there are a lot of systemic things there are a lot of things um socioeconomically there are a lot of things that are in place that are designed to keep people in a dysregulated state. So I'm by no, in no way am I judging or criticizing dysregulation. I have several, like, because regulation is a practice and that is what I'm saying. The more we practice it, even if things aren't perfect and I, and I know that there are going to be moments where it feels like you're in survival mode and and that makes things infinitely harder and this isn't necessarily going to be an immediate solution for that however for for those who are able to practice more remember systems theory remember one thing one thing can change and it supports the rest because we are working towards a tipping point for those who are able to practice more regulation. We do it for ourselves, but we also do it to hold the space for those who may be in such a survival mode state in any issue, in any area. As leaders, we do it to hold that space and hold the ground particularly when there are going to be people who can't. So you can see this on a political level and you can see it every day, on an everyday level, in your workplaces, in your families. Not everyone will have access to the tools for this. Not everyone will always be in a space where they feel safe too. So... That is why we have these conversations and invite the conversations and people will filter in and out of being able to have the conversations. So the we that I mentioned is not an exclusive club. It is not a static club where those people are the same people all of the time, including myself. It ebbs and flows, but that is why there are these conversations out there so that we, whoever the we is in any given moment, of the people who are able to practice this, do so, but in the energy of the service, because this is leadership, we lead ourselves. And in doing so, it serves others more than we can imagine. And I've only tapped it into on tapped into or onto i've only tapped into a fraction of that and i didn't even necessarily intend to when i started this conversation when i started this recording and yet here we are this is a deeper layer of what servant leadership is servant leadership is not giving away our power it is recognizing that when we are in this space in order to empower ourselves or to practice things ourselves and, and regulate and show up and practice, regulate and come back and change how we communicate, even just in the slightest of ways, one step at a time, it serves everyone around us, even if they don't like it. It serves everyone around us. So remember that when it comes to having these conversations around leadership, remember that when it comes to what it is that you need, remember to give yourself grace if you're in a space where that is more challenging for you because the whole point of these conversations is to create enough people at any given time, over time, more and more people, even if that the individuals in that are ebbing and flowing in and out of the ability to, that, that energetic space is held that hopefully makes it easier for other people around us. So I hope to hell that I am making sense with this this was a little bit of a stream of consciousness conversation in today's episode and I'm going to leave it there because I feel like that stream has just come out and wrapped up and said this is it <laughs> the trickles are gone for this particular topic so let me know how this feels for you how this resonates for you share it if it does even as a reminder to your people because it's not about pressuring others to do something or to be in a space that they may not feel safe to be in, but it's the reminder of the permission to and it's the reminder of the, hey, I've got you and this is why and this is how it works so that way it stays empowered and not codependent in that as well. So thank you so much for listening. I am off on retreat next week. So it is my intention to have, have a, an episode out for you, but that entirely depends on how preparation for retreat goes. I'm just going to be really open and honest, honest about that um, because I have a lot to share. And then after retreat, I'm going to have so much to share because it's the Embodied, leaders retre- uh, embodied Leadership Retreat. And there's always so much that comes out of that. So stay tuned for the next couple of weeks, because there is going to be a lot of juiciness coming your way, even more so. So until next time. Thanks for listening to Get Chashed. If you dig these conversations, please subscribe and share a review. If you want to know more about how you can dive deeper into these topics for yourself, head to j-lee.com.au forward slash courses. You can also follow me on Facebook and YouTube by searching j j-leigh and Instagram at J underscore L-E-I-G-H to see the full videos of these episodes and keep up to date with what's going on in our world of communication, emotional intelligence and well-being.